1: Good morning, everyone, and hey, welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in with us here today and letting us into your cars or your living rooms or your offices, wherever you are, because we bring you lots of great people, lots of great information, and hopefully some inspiration.
2: Well, we all have been going through a very interesting time, a very challenging time, And I think we're all looking for how we can move forward. But before we move forward, there's a lot of things that we have to move on. And, of course, you know over the years we've been doing this show for 20 years. And we've built up quite a library of shows uh, in our website that you can take advantage of to check on, use as a resource. So, by all means, please go to ConsciousTalk.net. Use those archives, search for people that you remember, or uh, you know, just peruse through because there's so much great information. And all of it, as we know, has built up to pertain to the days we're in.
1: Yes. And you want to check out our Facebook page, too. We list things there about the show and other things. So stay tuned, you know, and be tuned in with our Facebook page as well. Um, we also want to just talk a little bit about our healing. Rob and I have been doing healing work for years, and we have the tools and the certifications in order to do this work. And I know that a lot of you are not only in physical pain, but you're in mental and emotional pain. We can help. We can not only move energetically the physical pain, but we can help you source the emotional and mental pain that you're in and help clear those patterns. And this is such important work. Once you clear something, unless you go back and recreate it like you did, it's done, it's clear. And that is such important work. And if all of us got clear, the more and more of us get clear, the more our energetic frequency rises, the more conscious and aware we are.
2: If you're in need of help, We're offering a free 20-minute consult to see if we can work together. All you have to do is call us at 360-385-1909. That's 360-385-1909. We'll be working with you with a multitude of, uh, of disciplines, all the way from pranic healing to the emotion code, Uh, reconnection and remember I am certified by the Stillpoint Institute as an intuitive healer and can work distantly to move that energy that's been giving you problems so give us a call.
1: We'll be right back
0: You're listening to an Encore presentation of Conscious Talk Radio that makes a difference Welcome to Conscious Talk Radio that makes a difference We're coming up this hour On Conscious Talk? So can we assume the products we buy, the food we eat, and the medicines we take, and the cars we drive are safe? Well, we know it isn't necessarily so. But we have an expert that knows the truth. And we'll talk to Dr. Jerry Goldhaber, known as the Warnings Doctor. And he's the author of Murder, Inc. And we'll find out what he can do about the unregulated industry killing thousands of Americans every year. And now I welcome your hosts
1: for the day, Brenda Michaels
0: and Rob Spears.
1: And thank you, Benny, and welcome folks to another hour of Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. And yes, we are. We're making a difference again here today because we bring to you the very best people we know of. People that are making a positive difference in their lives and the lives of others. People that are learning, growing, they're waking up, coming on the show teaching all of us. And On this show, we learn and grow together one listener at a time. That listener is you.
2: Well, we found uh, another spirit like ours and that is Dr. Jerry M. Goldhaber. Uh, he's his book really caught our attention when when it came across our desk. It's it's called Murder Inc. How unregulated industry kills or injures thousands of Americans every year, and what we can do about it. Now we found out that Jerry actually was uh, had a radio show in Buffalo, New York, for thirty years, but he's known as the Warnings Doctor. And he's a leading safety expert and publisher of the monthly Goldhaber Warnings Report, now in its 11th year. And it reaches over 10,000 lawyers nationally. He obviously has appeared on national TV, given international keynote addresses, and frequently gives depositions for court cases nationwide. Um, His book is so timely, we just had to have him on. Uh, Dr. Goldhaber, we'll call you Gerald Gerald or Jerry?
1: Call me uh, Jerry. Okay, Jerry. Okay,
3: welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here, and uh, you people do such great things. It's my honor to be a guest on your show.
1: Well, we really appreciate it, and we loved your book. So, I think the first question we'd like to ask you: um, Why do you feel like you needed to write this book? What was uh, you know what what was necessary about it for all of us to know?
3: Well, thank my son. For 43 years, I've been working as a consumer advocate. I'd written 10 other books, mostly academic for university consumption and, and research type books. But he said, Dad, why don't you put together your career as a consumer advocate? you work in courts, you work for corporations, you work for individuals and trying to basically save lives and prevent, prevent serious injuries. Mm-hmm. And that's what my life's work is about. I've been uh, blessed to have known Ralph Nader and Erin Brockovich, she wrote the foreword to the book. And mm-hmm. I come out of their tradition, which is very simple. Uh, what can we do to make people more informed so that in my case, the products that they buy or use, which is virtually every aspect of our life, whether we're at home, whether we're eating, whether we're working, traveling, communicating, whatever we're doing, we come into contact with products. And those products, just by the nature of them, have risks. And we can't necessarily design all the risks out of products. But the least we can do is tell the people what they are. And that's Mm -hmm. where corporate America has dropped the ball. Like I say Mm -hmm. in my book, we're all playing, Brenda, with a half a deck of cards. Right. Because corporations don't want to tell us. They're afraid if they tell us the truth that we won't buy their product. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it reminds me of the movie A Few Good Men. Remember that line? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't
1: the handle the truth. Handle the truth. Yeah. Yes.
3: Yeah. Well, yes. well the it's... truth is that we can handle it. Of course. The corporations that are doing their thing. They will tell us the truth. And guess what? Profits don't go down because people respect knowing. So you say, well, one last thing. What about the government? Well, shouldn't they hold these corporations uh, to the water and make them tell the truth? Guess again the Mm -hmm. corporate regulators come from the corporations or they go to them. I call this the corrupt, conflicted, revolving door. Two thirds of every regulator. Since the creation of time, whether it's from the FDA, the Consumer Product Safety Commission, OSHA, whichever, NHTSA, the any agency, you name it, two-thirds of them, and we did the homework, we traced every regulator. Two-thirds come from or go to the same companies or the types of industries that they're supposed to regulate. Mm-hmm. You can't yeah. be objective. So what does that yeah. leave us with? We're on our own. Mm-hmm. Right yeah. now we're on our mm-hmm. own until companies engage what I call principal disclosure, which is a fancy way of saying, tell the truth. And until government regulators are regulating and doing their job, Mm -hmm. uh, then you and I, until that happens, we're on our own. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I wrote the book.
2: Yeah, there's a couple of things operating here. Um, You know, we grew up with this idea of buyer beware, which led us also at the same time to believe that common sense and our... uh, regulatory structures would keep us safe and healthy. I mean, that was our generation. Um, Even though they said, buyer beware in the law schools and things, we were in our culture learning something different. So we sort of uh, suffered from that consciousness. Well, we sort of agreed to it. We we all agreed agreed to it it. on some level. But
1: but I have a question, Jerry, about the corporations. Uh, They're getting sued a lot, They spend millions, if not billions, of dollars fighting lawsuits, maybe winning several, I'm not sure. But in the long run, wouldn't it be more economical, because they always look at the bottom line of everything, wouldn't it be more economical if they told the truth and trusted that the public could handle it and their sales would stay where they are, maybe even go up instead of spending all the money on lawsuits?
3: That's precisely the point, Brenda, and that's what my book is trying to do. I'm not trying to close down the corporations and call them names and bad actors. They may behave that way in certain cases, but that's not my goal. My goal is to tell the corporations, folks, this is in your best interest Mm -hmm. to be engaged in principled disclosure. Tell the truth about the hazards that consumers may face, and guess what you'll do? you'll save $1.3 trillion. You said thousands or millions. It's $1.3 trillion a year mm-hmm. is spent by corporate America to defend product liability lawsuits. Right. If you're told the truth, that doesn't mean somebody still won't sue you, but it'll mean you'll be on a lot firmer ground. The litigation costs will go significantly down. Mm-hmm. I can give you one very good example of where the lawsuits literally just disappeared. Toxic shock syndrome was, the, was, was uh, tearing across America uh, in the 1980s, and Procter and & Gamble was even forced to take Rely Tampons, its best-selling product, off the market. Mm-hmm. I was hired by Playtex Tampons to put on warnings that told women about the risks of using uh, their tampons in the wrong way. Those lawsuits, which were literally every day a new lawsuit was filed, and uh, once the warnings went on the product and the word got out of how to do it correctly and with some some tampons you don't want to buy, the the lawsuits disappeared. Mm Why did they disappear? Because consumers became more informed. I call this making informed choices. And there's nothing wrong with a corporation helping consumers make informed choices. You know, I live in New York City. Back in the day, this will date me, when Gimbel's was still around. (laughs) You know, if you couldn't shop at Macy's, Gimbel, if you couldn't find it at Macy's, they referred you to Gimbel's. Same Mm -hmm. thing with Gimbel's. They referred you back to Macy's. Sure. There was good corporate partnerships. People realized that we're all in this together. It was about a we environment and not a me environment. Today we Mm -hmm. seem to have lost that heritage. And companies who think that they're in it for themselves, they're listening to unfortunately the late Lee Iacocca, who was the, at the helm of Ford and then later at Chrysler. And when asked, and I write about the Ford Pinto in my book, which had mm-hmm. a slight problem, the rear, uh, the the uh, engines were mounted in the rear, and they had a slight problem of exploding and causing a lot of fire and burning people in the cars. And it was only an eleven dollar part. And when asked by a reporter why he didn't invest in the $11 part, he said, quote, safety doesn't sell. Well, I hate to say it, but he was wrong. Mm -hmm. Safety sells. You can Mm -hmm. have profits Mm -hmm. and safety. It doesn't have to be a choice of profit over safety.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, and I wonder if we're in that, back into that area more today, because Um, we've had parents have gotten older you know people are having children later and it seems that uh, there's been a lot of those sort of developments in like the child car seat area Um, we see a lot of action in that area I mean aren't some companies coming around to the pressure
3: well yes some companies are trying to do the right thing but I I like to say in my book they like to play the game hide and seek. You know, when I'm hired and they uh, I tell them up front, don't bring me in here unless you're really committed to this. You know, we hear a lot today about corporate uh, social responsibility or what they call it CSR. Right. And there's uh, an example today with the protests, all of a sudden corporate America has discovered that black lives matter. Yeah. Well, hold that <laughs>
1: thought. Hold that thought, Jerry, cuz we're going to pick up right on that as soon as we come back from this quick break. You're listening to Conscious Talk. We're here with Dr. Jerry Goldhaber, and the book is Murder, Inc., and we'll be right back.
4: Our bodies depend on a potent powerhouse of beneficial bacteria that support and improve every aspect of our health. Dr. O'Hara's formula encourages probiotics to function at their peak performance.
0: and drop down to Focused Life Force Energy. Experience the difference Focused Life Force Energy gives you.
1: What does healing mean to you? Are you physically in pain, emotionally distraught, spiritually adrift, mentally confused, frightened, driven by thoughts of the past or future? After years of healing work on ourselves and others, Rob and I have developed energetic and vibrational methods to help you heal your body and transform your consciousness to support a new level of well-being and health. If you're ready to move forward and heal the whole of you, give us a call at 360-385-1909. That's 360-385-1909.
4: There's a reason they invented the internet. It's called 1150kknw.com.
2: And welcome back. You are listening to Conscious Talk. And hey, um, we know many of you are now back in your cars. You're hearing this like you've always heard us on your car radio. But for those of you that don't get it, there are many other ways that you can hear the show. uh, It streams live at uh, 1150kknw.com. It is podcast. uh, So if you miss the live show, uh, just search for Conscious Talk in your podcast service. You're going to find it there. Uh, Or just go to ConsciousTalk.net and uh, put in any guest name. They all have a guest page and a play button for the show they've been on. I'm Rob Spears.
1: And I'm Brenda Michaels. And our very special guest today is Dr. Gerald M. Goldhaber. The book is Murder, Inc., How Unregulated Industry Kills or Injures Thousands of Americans Every Year and What You Can Do About It. And that's important, what we can do about it. We're going to find that out a little later. But first, Jerry, we were talking about, you know, almost like integrity with companies. And you were telling us a story about, uh, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement. And uh, and you had told us about, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Lee Iacocca. Oh, Lee Iacocca, who said safety doesn't sell. And it sort of led into this story about Black Lives Matter. So you want to pick it up from there?
3: Sure. Uh, we hear a lot about, ever since the, uh, a horrible execution of George Abel. We've heard so much about corporations jumping on the bandwagon that Black lives matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cynic in me says, talk is cheap. Mm-hmm. Where were you before? And when I say to any corporation, uh, part of being a socially responsible citizen that answers to more sta- more stakeholders than just your shareholders, that considers the environment your consumers your employees the public at large in other words you're you're more about making more than just about making a buck uh... this has to be part of your corporate value system don't discover it late in life Yeah, sure i'm glad that people are coming out and and are now saying that black lives do matter but uh... i have two answers what took you so long number one and number two What are you doing about it as a result? When the NFL finally discovered that uh, Black Lives Matter is important, did they immediately offer a contract to Colin Kaepernick, who started the whole thing off in the first place? No. In other words, talk is cheap. If you want to be a good corporate citizen, and this has to do with what my book is about— then I challenge you to make it a part of your entire value system. You can't just put in a a slogan, okay, we'll tell the truth, we tell the truth. You have to do it. Mm -hmm. In my business, that means you have to put warnings on your products that there are hazards. This doesn't mean plastering them with 100 warnings because the information overload will drown the real message. It means picking and choosing your battles and telling the public what they really need to know about the most important hazards they face when they buy or use your product. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean by principal disclosure. Mm -hmm. And that has to come with actions, not just words. And if you want to avoid lawsuits as your incentive and save a trillion dollars, You will do it the way that a lawyer will not advise you to do it. They'll advise you to hide and seek. Mm -hmm. Jerry Goldhaber will advise you to put a warning on a product in a very prominent location with bright colors, with clear English, succinct, short words. In other words, communicate clearly the truth. Mm -hmm. Show me with your actions, not Mm -hmm. with your words, that you stand behind principled disclosure. And you'll feel good about it. You'll be doing the right thing, and you'll be saving a lot of money in lawyers' fees. And lawyers are going to love this, Brenda. <laughs> oh, yeah. And litigation costs.
1: Yeah. But, but here's, here's a question I have to ask. Why do we have to have so many products that are that detrimental to us to the environment to our animals whatever that might be that they that we have to take those steps to put warning labels on them why can't we change it at the source
3: well that's a darn good question because the engineers in society have a triad they talk about it's called the safety triad and they have a first step design the hazard out and if you can't design it out Put guards up around it, guardrails, and if you can't do that, or even if you can, warn about it. I like to say warning should be at the forefront. It shouldn't be an afterthought. If you can't, there's a lot of times you just can't make a product risk-free, Brenda. Mm -hmm. Uh, Certainly you can. In the uh, the last 40 or 50 years, Mm -hmm. our products in the United States have become a lot safer. That's not the issue. It's not about uh, the design of the products. It's that within the overall design, there can be, and sometimes it's not, it's remote. It's not a prominently likely to occur hazard. We call that risk. How risky is it? How likely is it to occur? It may not have a great likelihood, but Mm -hmm. we still ought to know about it. One mm-hmm. example, it jumps right out. The auto industry fought for years against warning about putting children in the back seat. something as fundamental mm-hmm. as avoiding the airbags when they were invented. They're, and they still are a wonderful safety device, mm-hmm. but they had a slight problem. Short-statured women, like my own daughter, she's four foot barely, and uh, infants do not belong in the front seat, or if you're a short woman driver, you should get a brake extender or a gas extender pedal so you don't sit too close to the steering wheel, which is where the zone of danger is if an airbag right. goes off. Right. Well, the industry didn't want to warn about it until mm-hmm. the National Highway Safety Traffic Administration, NHTSA, which governs all things cars and trucks, demanded that they put a warning up. Well, that didn't stop people from buying cars with earbags. It just simply had mothers putting their infants in car seats in the back seat. Right. Because if they were in the front seat, they were too close to where the earbag could go off. And I don't want to be the details about it, but it could lead to catastrophic injuries or death to the infants or short women sitting too close. And I say women because the evidence was that it was virtually every death or injury was from a short woman.
1: So so it. was the reason for them refusing to do it because they didn't want to spend the money to put the <clears throat> warning labels on I mean it had to they come... didn't
2: want to scare people away they thought you... that it would affect sales Well there right? you go but yeah. it,
1: that's what I'm getting at it comes right back down always sales. to the money
3: It was always about the money. They were afraid. The industry was afraid that if they scared women into putting their kids and infants into the backseat or taking steps to protect themselves if they were short of stature, that they would be less likely to buy a car or less likely to. The industry was trying to push the airbags along with the insurance industry, obviously. And there was a, a resistance, and the public wasn't sure one way or the other. So the industry was afraid that people wouldn't buy the cars. So it came down to profits again. Mm-hmm. Tell the truth. Tell people what the risks are. And today we see it with the COVID crisis. People followed direction. Now, at least at the beginning, mm-hmm. what's happening now, I'm not so sure about. But at the beginning, seventy-five to ninety percent, depending on the day the poll was conducted said that they believe in social distancing and are doing it. And right. masks were important. People were following. I know living in New York City, I saw it come down from 800 deaths a day, deaths a day mm-hmm. to barely 20 to 25. In fact, mm-hmm. it's below 20 in New York City.
5: Well, mm-hmm.
3: one death is too many, right? But still, from 800 to 20 because yes. people are following the warnings. Mm-hmm. In a good day in my career, 40 plus years, if you get 20 or 30% compliance with warnings, that's fabulous. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll throw a party. To get to 90% is unheard of. Mm-hmm. So people will follow if they know the consequences are lethal. And that's also important in how we structure warnings. If you say caution or you water it down, you say words like warning or caution, it doesn't work. You have to get people's attention, lethal and deadly, get their attention. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now,
2: do you think that we can uh, get back to more of a regulatory atmosphere? I mean, I guess part of the problem is the regulators were the industry people, or, or that's what it's become, but it seems that there were certain things, I mean, we, we were able to turn the tide on cigarette smoking because it was a real health hazard and, and things like that. Do you think there's still a place for more regulation?
3: Absolutely. Uh, I don't want to get political, but under the current administration, there's been what right. I call a deregulatory nightmare, mm-hmm. and there's been a wholesale acceptance of the rotating cons- uh, revolving door. I have a very simple solution, and it's apolitical, because as my tracing of the conflicted regulatory agency goes it goes across, whoever the president was, whatever the political party was, it didn't matter. My solution is simple. Ten years. Put a ten-year rule in. You cannot join the FDA as the head of the FDA if you are an executive in pharma, which is where many, if not most, had come from, either pharma or the food industry, which is what the FDA governs. And you can't come from those industries and run the FDA for 10 years from the time you were in that industry. And if you're leaving the FDA, you can't go back to the industry for 10 years. That will eliminate immediately the conflict of interest. And it's so egregious. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's outrageous if the the public knew what was really going on. Oh, Oh, well, we know. We know. We (laughs) We do. Well,
2: we are here with uh, Dr. Jerry Goldhaber. We're talking about his book, Murder, Inc., How Unregulated Industry Kills or injures Thousands of Americans Every Year. And uh, his website, we will tell you when we come back on the other side.
4: Be proactive about your immune health. Ask your retailer today about Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, RegActive Immune Formula, and Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus today. Also available online. What if you could be your own healer? Well, you can unleash your
0: natural healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. This exciting new spiritual technology has been featured in best-selling books like Natural Cures and in Dr. Wayne Dyer's There's a Spiritual Solution to Every Problem. The AIM program of Energetic Balancing allows you to heal yourself 24 hours a day from anywhere in the world. More than 60,000 people have experienced the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. The novel sanctuary, The Path to Consciousness, walks you through one's journey of self-healing with the spiritual technology. To learn more about energetic self-healing, you can order the novel sanctuary today by calling 877-500-3622. Or request a free AIM information kit. Call 877-500-3622 or visit energeticmatrix.com. Unleash your natural self-healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing.
6: Conscious Talk.
0: Empowering your day. It's a new year and full of hope and enthusiasm for a new beginning. You're thinking about going back to the gym. Well, the problem is every year it's the same thing. Exercise gets harder
1: 25.
4: Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you.
1: And welcome back. Hey, folks, thanks for uh, joining us, tuning in today. And I do mean tuning in, becoming conscious and aware, rising above what we call the inertia. And that's uh, Rob's that's the, new word. Yeah, manure Yeah, well,
2: we've been hanging out with horses a lot, so. <laughs> but it's really a, true.
1: Rising above that,
2: instead of minutiae. and
1: being clear-eyed and level-headed, and also, um, you know, with your hearts open. And uh, today we're talking with Dr. Gerald Goldhaber. The book is Murder Inc. If you want to learn more about him and the wonderful work that he does, go to MurderIncBook.com. That's MurderIncBook. So, Dr. Goldhaber, I want to throw something into the mix here that I feel we overlook, 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 overlook. And every time I've brought it up to clients, oh, that's too hard. And and what I want to put into this is that we can change all of this by doing one thing, changing our consciousness. What do we value? We do not value human life. We do not value the environment. We do not value animals. We do not value each other. We don't value other um, people that are different colors, different races. We've lost our value. We do not value it. We value money over everything, and we get it demonstrated every single day.
3: I couldn't agree more with you, and this is the whole point of my book, that we have to get away from that mentality. Mm-hmm. We have to value ourselves, first mm-hmm. and foremost, and our family, our loved ones. Mm-hmm. And what I'm trying to provide, because I'm not uh, Pollyanna with the corporations, I gave them a road map. I, I don't mm-hmm. think there's much hope that in the next generation we're going to see much movement. In terms of valuing profit or uh, changing the value of profit over safety. And I don't think the government's going to change. It's the Titanic. It's not going to change on a dime. So we're on right. our own. What can we do? if we value mm-hmm. our lives and the lives of our children, our family, our loved ones? We have to become informed consumers. We have to be the people that hold everybody up in the line at the supermarket while we're reading the labels. And while if we don't understand them, we're comparing other products' labels to see if maybe we understand them better. And if we have questions, we call the company's 800 number. And if we don't get satisfactory answers, we go online today. It's never been easier to become an informed consumer. We can Mm -hmm. join advocacy groups We can talk to like-minded people and become community organizers. We can boycott products. We can let the word out as to who we are and what we're about. But we have to take control of our own lives in terms of products. I would tell you some things that we see products. In a chapter I write about eating, for example, uh, my son, I give him total credit. He came up with the subtitle, Eat, Drink, and Be Dead. Mm -hmm. Why that? Because Mm -hmm. most of the food we eat, most of the beverages we drink will kill us, not will, are killing us. And uh, my book is not a book about nutrition. It's a book about the safety and warnings needed to be aware of the bad nutrition. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I just want to pick on one example to illustrate my point, and that is the consumption of sugar in America. Mm. This country is made up of diabetics you think mm-hmm. I'm kidding? One third of America, mm-hmm. one third is diabetic or pre-diabetic, mm-hmm. disproportionately in the African-American and Latino communities, right. disproportionately in minority communities with low income. Mm-hmm. And corporations are targeting those companies with their ads zip code by zip code very precisely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And why is this so dangerous? One Coca-Cola, one Coca-Cola has 65 grams of sugar in it, and nobody knows what that means because we don't teach metric. in 5% of the country, I did a national study on it, understands and speaks metric. That's 95% don't have a clue as to right. what 65 grams of sugar means. They say, oh, well, it sounds like a lot. Well, maybe if you divided it by four, which is the way to convert to teaspoons, and you suddenly saw that that 20-ounce Coke bottle there, number one leading Coke, product has 16 teaspoons of sugar. Mm-hmm. Have a cup of coffee and start putting 16 teaspoons of sugar in <laughs> it, and you'll get the idea. You, yeah, you got, have, yeah. You've
1: got heavy syrup or mud if yeah. you're lucky. Well, we're going to run off to another quick break. I hate to interrupt you. This is such a great conversation, folks. It's Dr. Gerald M. Goldhaber. The book is Murder, Inc. At the website, murderinkbook.com. You're listening to Conscious Talk, and we'll be back right after these messages.
4: Clear is so powerful, it's been granted over 11 patents. So step up from that wimpy saline spray to something that actually works faster and better at getting you the relief you need to start breathing now. And if your doctor isn't talking to you about clear for your congestion, maybe you need to get a new doctor. You don't just rinse your hands. Why would you just rinse your nose? Clear saline nasal spray with xylitol.
5: Available at Vitamin Shop, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, as well as Amazon.com. For a complete list of retailers, visit clear.com. That's X L E A R.com.
0: Power up with conscious talk. Radio that makes a difference. For most of us, the New Year's resolution to lose those extra pounds turns to frustration. And to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com.
4: Make us part of your daily routine.
2: Alternative Talk, 1150. Hey, welcome back. You are still listening to Conscious Talk. But hey, if you just tuned in, well, the website's ConsciousTalk.net. And we're having a conversation today. We're having a wonderful conversation with uh, Dr. Jerry Goldhaber. His book is Murder, Inc., How Unregulated Industry Kills or Injures Thousands of Americans Every Year and What You Can Do About It. And, Jerry, you were talking about one of our favorite subjects, which is sugar. Because it's—I uh, mean—I guess we could blame the sugar industry for a lot of advertising, but here's one area in our lives where we can make a difference if we just learn to read a label.
3: What we have to understand is that if that they're deliberately, deliberately confusing you as to the amount of sugar in sugary drinks, which is the worst of the products that are mm-hmm. out there. Sugar is in virtually everything. You get one slice of pizza. One slice of pizza, because of the tomato sauce within the pizza slice, you have the equivalent of sugar of eight Oreo cookies in one slice of pizza. Or take the uh, Coca-Cola example I'm talking about, with 16 teaspoons of sugar, and that's not the winner, by the way, the winner is Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew, I was gonna say (laughs) Mountain Dew, yahoo. 19 (laughs) teaspoons of sugar in one bottle of Mountain Dew, the small bottle, the 20 ounce bottle, which is their number one seller. Now, what does that mean to us? What it means is if you have one can of sugary soft drink or a sugary drink in general a day, one drink a day, you have increased your chances of a heart attack by 35%. 35%. Sugar is eight times more addictive than cocaine. The -hmm. industry knows this. They know it darn well. They're creating a product, marketing to mostly minority communities, getting them addicted. You're worried about drug addiction. They're much more addicted to, eight times more addicted to sugar than cocaine. Mm -hmm. They addict you And don't warn you about it. They create the hazard, don't tell you about it, and then you die from it. They kill their customers and then create more because they addict you at an age of within a few days of birth. And even uh, newly borns are given sugary apple juice, which is a disaster. So Mm -hmm. what I'm saying is this is one example of an industry that knows about a hazard, in fact, creates the hazard. And then doesn't tell us about the hazard. I happen to be a consultant of the FDA, and I have at least been part of part of the solution. I tried to get get rid of the uh, grams and make it into teaspoons because everybody knows what a teaspoon is. Right. I lost that battle, but we did win the uh, added sugar. For years, they've been telling us the uh, types of sugar in in a foreign language, like uh, words used like uh, evaporated cane syrup or cane Mm -hmm. juice. Who knows Mm -hmm. what high fructose corn syrup, you don't know. These are all words deliberately chosen so the industry could cloak, hide the amount of sugar and the existence of sugar Mm -hmm. in the product. Now they have to say added sugar. Uh, The current administration fought that tooth and nail, but finally a year ago, The uh, food uh, industry was forced to put on its nutritional label added sugar and get rid of all the Greek words like high fructose corn syrup and so Mm -hmm. forth. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, the other thing they do,
2: uh, Jerry, that's really sneaky is that they'll take something, a a can of something, and people usually will drink or eat the whole thing. But on the label, to make it look like there's less sugar and other terrible things, They'll say two servings, yes, <laughs> or three servings. Mm-hmm. You know, each can contains, and everybody knows that you're going to eat the whole thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So now I
3: say to your listeners, uh, one of the things: don't think you can solve your nutritional problem by just substituting diet Coke for Coke or yeah. sugar-free, because <laughs> you're going to say like everybody. And we've done studies on this, and it's in my book that shows that people who drink diet drinks are more likely to become diabetic than those yep. who don't why because they say to themselves hey i just had a diet coke give me the cheesecake and by yes. the way I put a scoop of ice cream on it yeah
1: and
2: right, whipped right. cream
3: to top that off too because i was a good <laughs> right bird.
2: or they have neurological uh, damage from um you know the uh, Let's call it the fake sugar that everybody knows that usually comes in a blue packet. Yes. You know, that kind of thing. Um, actually, our daughter was addicted to that, and she went blind for a number of days. Uh, you know, fortunately, wasn't killed because she was driving at the time when all of a sudden her sight dissembled. And um, when she ended up in the hospital at UCLA, she was fortunate that there was someone do- there, a neurologist doing a study on equal mm-hmm. and said asked her how much equal she took. And when she found out, she said, well, get off equal and you'll be fine in four or five days. And that was the truth. Mm-hmm. She never it never actually made her go blind. So wow. amazing. And,
1: and, and, and I'm going to bring the point right back to what um, I said and we discussed a little bit in the last segment, which is we the real core issue is lack of self love lack of caring for the self enough that we would we would not first of all do this to ourselves because we're actually poisoning ourselves poisoning the planet poisoning our animals we wouldn't do it to ourselves if we valued ourselves and when people say it's too hard jerry or they say like you said last segment a few things people could do i could just hear a lot of rumbling in the background like i don't have time for that (laughs) but if we don't have time for what takes care of us None of this matters, because that's the whole point. Yeah. If you don't take the time and you don't care enough, then it doesn't matter any anyway.
2: Yeah, we hope well, the stay-at-home thing helped a lot of people to learn how to cook. Yes. Well, it
3: did me. I was cooking yeah. an awful lot. But, Brenda, you again hit the nail on the head, and that is time. The whole concept of fast food industry, which is the junk food industry, is time, convenience. Okay, I don't have time to buy my own foods, cook my own healthy foods, so I'll just buy a frozen dinner or I'll buy fast foods or I'll get that burger and French fries with a Mm -hmm. Coke, all the fat and all the sugar and all the greasy stuff. But Mm -hmm. it's fast, it's convenient, and it's cheap. In other words, you've devalued yourself because of time. Take the time. It doesn't take, there's a, there's some great cookbooks out there that actually say how you can cook them. And believe me, I've been following them because stuck at home, which I am, as most people are, I've been doing my own cooking and I have discovered, and I'm sharing them with my family, with my kids is the recipes. They're under an hour to cook under some books. Mm-hmm. Talk about the 30 minute, healthy recipes. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, the concept, and I'm not trying to plug a store, but it's whole foods. It's actual Mm -hmm. real foods that I have control over. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the good things coming out of COVID, it's going to be for me personally, is I used to eat out a lot with friends. I'm not going to be eating out much because I have control of what goes in my body, and I know what goes in my body when I prepare it. And I encourage listeners that it doesn't have to cost you an arm and a leg. You can buy healthy things. I've become more of a, uh, a plant-based diet fan, and mm-hmm. I've even tasted uh, not the Impossible Burger, but the Beyond Meat one because I went to college with a guy who runs it, and he said, "Try this." And I, it's delicious. For mm. <laughs> me to give what? a plug, I'm not trying to sell his hamburgers, but I couldn't tell the difference. In fact, it had very good flavor. It was made from mung beans, and I looked up mung beans because I didn't know about it. And uh, the whole point of my book is to get readers to say, gee, I didn't know that, Jerry, and it could have happened to me. So I'm the same way. I want to learn as much as I can and be as active a consumer because I do care about myself and my loved ones. And so I, I encourage listeners to really take the time because our lives are worth the time. Absolutely. And and I
1: would like to just say something about time really quick. And I learned this going through the experience of having cancer three times. And that was whatever you make a priority in your life, the time is available. Whatever you make a priority the time is available it shows up because you have prioritized it that means you've made time for it it's almost it's almost like magic when you prioritize something enough oddly enough you have time for it yeah and so when we prioritize ourselves and each other and the planet and the animals and everything the time is already available.
2: Well, what I want to say to all our listeners about Murder, Inc., uh, Dr. Gerald Gohaber's book, is that um, where you live, where you eat, and how you eat, where you work, how you play, travel, healing, and even communication are areas that he covers, and you're going to find out what's unsafe and what's safe, and how you can make a difference in your life. Jerry, thanks so much.
1: Great Uh, book.
2: Great book. Uh, we, uh, We love talking to you about it. And, folks, thank you. We'll see you next time right here on Conscious Talk.
1: Have you ever wished there was a drug-free solution to inflammation and pain that was safe, easy, and didn't involve a doctor? Now there is. It's called the Avicen, and it's the best investment we've ever made. Others have described it as the ultimate anti-aging machine. This amazing FDA Class II clear device is changing lives by giving relief from pain and inflammation. Users place their hand inside a vacuum chamber, which uses negative pressure and heat to safely infuse heat into the circulatory system, raising blood temperature approximately one degree, which reduces blood thickness and increases microvascular circulation. This is where the body heals, gets its nutrients, and pain and inflammation are reduced at the core level. To find out more, go to nulifeventures.com forward slash intentional healing or call 360-385-1909. That's 360-385-1909 for all the information you need on the Avison medical device.
6: Conscious Talk, radio that opens the heart and illuminates the mind.